0: Lecture topic: Spirit of Submission.
1: Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah wa kafah wa salatu wa sana mu'allah ibadhi ladin asfah. Amma ba'du fa'uzu billahi min al-shaytani al-rajim bismillahi rahim وَإِذِ ابْتَلَى إِبْرَاهِيمَ رَبُّهُ بِكَلِمَاتٍ فَأَتَمَّهُنَّ قَالَ إِنِّي جَاعِلُكَ لِلنَّاسِ إِمَامًا قَادَوَ مِنْ ضُعِيَّتِي آتَيْنَا صَدَقَ اللَّهُ العظيم. These are the mo- days of Hajj, the months of Hajj, and in these Mubarak months, the reminders of Hajj are all around us. Those who are fortunate enough would be physically performing the Hajj, but even those who may not be going for Hajj. The dictates of the time and the auspiciousness of the time, the ibadah that is related to the time, the dictates of that is that our hearts and minds should also be focused towards the great ibadat of Hajj. Among the very great personalities of our recent past, Surat Mahasayyad Hussein Ahmad Mandir, Ahmad, Ali. he was once in India at the time when it was the days of Hajj. It was that day when the Hujjaj had been gathered in Arafat to the 9th of Dhul-Hijjah. So he was sitting in India and somebody presented some itar to him to apply. So this is a sunnah that if somebody offers something, then if there's is no issue with accepting it, especially things that have been mentioned in the Hadith Sharif, one of the things is Ithar, any scent, perfume, ether. so then a person shouldn't unnecessarily refuse this, likewise as mentioned in the Hadith Sharif, to just merely use a pillow or milk, these are simple, easy things for somebody to gift and somebody to receive as well, so a person shouldn't decline it unless there is some really valid reason for that. <coughs> So, on the one hand, this was the thing to do at that time, to accept it. So, he accepted it, but as he accepted it and applied the itar, he sighed very deeply. And he sighed very deeply and said, but the lovers of Allah today are without itar. His mind and heart was focused on Arafat, the people in Arafat are in Ihram, and in Ihram, there is no it's not permissible to apply any itar. So the people who are in Ihram at the moment, they are in Arafat, they are without itar. So this came out spontaneously. But what the lesson in that was, that he was sitting far away from there physically. But this is the heart of an ashik. This is the heart of the love of Allah Ta'ala. That he, his heart is all the time attached to the Ibadat of Allah Ta'ala to the house of Allah Ta'ala, among the seven categories of people that will be granted the shade of the arsh on the day of Qiyamah. One of the seven categories of people are that and a person whose heart is attached to the masjid. And he's obviously not going to be 99% of the time. People are not going to be all the time in the masjid. Attached to the masjid doesn't mean physically being present all the time in the masjid. He'll come for his salah, he'll spend some little extra time, make some ibadah in the masjid. Somebody Allah gives tawfiq, he'll be there from fajr till maybe after ishraq. Somebody might sit in the masjid from asr till maghrib maybe or more. But by and large nobody's going to be there 24 hours all the time. So what does this mean that to gain this great ni'mat of Allah the day of qiyamah that when people will be drowning in their perspiration due to their sins, this person too will be among those who will be granted this tremendously great honor and bounty of Allah Ta'ala, that they will be in the shade of the arsh of Allah Ta'ala. So, how does he keep his heart attached to the masjid? Meaning, he is outside, after he has performed his salah, he is gone to now attend to his work, to be with his family, whatever. But his heart is in the masjid. He is now still looking ahead. What time the next salah is. I must not get delayed. I must be there in time. He is going to sleep but he is setting his time. His alarm for good time to be there in time for Fajr. He is not planning to miss salah and setting the alarm for breakfast. He is not planning to miss jamaat and setting the alarm to be performing his salah at home. No, he is planning and making sure that he is in good time He's planning to be in the house of Allah Ta'ala and perform his salah in the masjid. This person is now sometimes in his work, he's sometimes at home, but he's looking at the time regularly, how much time is left for salah, I must not get delayed. He is planning now how to get out of wherever he is in good time. So all this that is happening, this repeated checking, this thinking, this is the heart attached to the masjid. that he is always there on time. This person Allah loves so much, Allah will grant him the shade of the arsh on the day of Qiyamah. Allah Ta'ala bless us with this. So, this is the heart of a mu'min and this is what we should be trying to make our hearts with. All the time, the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, the attachment to the house of Allah Ta'ala, the focus towards the ibadat of Allah Ta'ala, and even like an ibadat like hajj, which a person may not be physically there himself, he may not be among those fortunate who will perform the Hajj on that occasion, on that year, but his heart is still there. The ayat of the Quran Sharif was recited is also about Ibrahim Alayhi Salatu Salam, that when the days of Hajj come, the lessons of Hajj come along, then it cannot happen that the mention of Ibrahim al Salam, the mention of his family will be omitted and the discussion of Hajj will take place. That's not possible. Hajj and the mention of Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhis-salam, The mention of his wife, of his child, of his son, Hazrat Ismail alayhis-salam, these are completely integral. These are joined with the whole lesson of Hajj. And the reminders of this, the legacy of this great family are all filled in the ibadat of Hajj itself. Ibrahim, alayhi he is among the ulul azmi minar rusul. Ambiya of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala, the messengers of Allah ta'ala, they have the highest rank in the entire creation of Allah ta'ala. And then among the Ambiya alayhi wa there are those who have a higher rank than others. Tilka rusul faddalna ba'dahum ala ba'd. Allah ta'ala says he's given some a higher rank than others. The greatest rank was that of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And then there are seven Ambiya Ali wasallatu wasallam who are regarded as the ulul azmin ar rusul Those Ambiya who have been blessed with a very high position and status above the general body of Ambiya Ali Musalam. Among them is Ibrahim alaihi wasallam as well. This is how great a personality he is. And in the Quran Sharif, Many places Allah Ta'ala mentions not just Ibrahim alayhi salam but various attributes of his, various qualities. And the Quran Sharif is not just a book of some historical facts for the sake of just preserving some history. No, the Quran Sharif relates the lessons of the Umbiya alayhi salatu wasalam, relates their incidents. So that we make our future right. This is their history. But their history is meant to become a means of us building our future correctly. Ibrahim al-Salaam mentions various attributes of his in the Quran Sharif. Not just as some historical fact. Some character description for the sake of just preserving the qualities of some person. What was he who was he? What was his qualities? No. This is mentioned in the Quran Sharif so that till Qiyamah, people will take a lesson and also aspire to bring these things in their lives. Quran Sharif is a book of Hidayat. Book of guidance. It's come for guidance. الْمُتَّقِينَ It's been sent down for guidance. And that guidance is to be taken from every word. So like The various other ayat of the Quran Sharif, wherever Allah Ta'ala has mentioned some attributes of Ibrahim alayhi salam, the same purpose, that we are to try to work towards those attributes. Among the ayat that describe Ibrahim alayhi salam, in one ayat Allah Ta'ala says, Ibrahim alayhi salam was an ummah. We hear the word ummah, we use it also. Ibrahim alayhi salam was an ummah. Yes. Meaning this one man possessed the qualities of entire nations. Meaning in a community, in a big number of people, you'll find somebody excelling in one aspect. And he's fine in some other things as well. But somebody else is excelling in something else. Somebody, mashallah, is excelling in generosity, for example. So somebody is excelling in ibadat. And somebody is excelling in bravery. And somebody has compassion of a very high level. And somebody has something else. And you find these qualities. mashallah, Generally people have some bit of everything. But not everybody excels in everything. The excellence of these qualities is scattered among everybody. Somebody excels in one thing and somebody in another thing. And Ibrahim Ali is that personality. He was an ummah. He embodied all these great qualities to the peak. Inna Ibrahim akaana ummah. This one man was like an entire nation himself. And the work that he did and establishing Tawheed and the oneness of Allah Ta'ala on earth, the extent to which he established this, it was like the work of an entire community and nation. Inna Ibrahim akaan ummatan. qanitan, lillahi hanifa. qanit, totally obedient. Totally obedient to Allah. Ta'ala. How obedient that no matter what came in his way, Ibrahim is that personality who Allah Ta'ala has made the shine out of him that he was devoted to Allah Ta'ala in such a way, all every Nabi of Allah, Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala made the shine through his life in such a way for the entire mankind that when the time came that his father came in his way and tried to become a barrier between him and Allah. Ta'ala. You going know, to forsake the idols we have, you want to do your own thing? You're talking about worshipping Allah. But when father was a demon, he did not want to accept, did not want to come to the message, accept the message, that's your way, I cannot be part of it. If this, what you are inviting me towards is going to become a barrier between me and Allah, I've come down to to bring established on earth. And you're talking about me committing shirk, there's no way this can ever mix. So he came to his father, and that became the need of the moment to now part ways. He parted ways. I'll make dua for you. He did not compromise the respect. He did not become rude and abrupt. He did not become vulgar in any way. He maintained the respect because it was his father. And that's the teaching of Deer clear parameters of how a person conducts himself. He will give the message of Allah Ta'ala but within the limits that Allah Ta'ala has ordained for him. But then he had to part ways. He parted ways. This cannot happen. I can part from everybody but can't part from Allah Ta'ala. Then the moment came that leave your wife and child in this barren place How are they going to survive there? Allah's command, ready for that. The time came, slaughter your son, ready for it. The time came, you will be thrown into the fire, Namrud. It's threatening, you'll be thrown into this fire. If that is it, but for Allah, I am ready. Now, these are the things that come in the way of a person. Sometimes it's family, sometimes it is his own desires. His desire for something or the other and what can be greater than the desire of preserving his life but for the pleasure of Allah anything and everything can be sacrificed and has to be sacrificed if it's going to take one away from Allah but in the way that Allah is pleased within the limits that Allah has ordained Ibrahim as well as Allah says Hanif, Hanif is that person who cuts himself off from everything and everyone and devotes himself to Allah alone. And then whatever relationships are there, it is maintained for the pleasure of Allah. Ta'ala. And in a way that Allah is pleased. But the heart focused to Allah alone. قَانِطًا حنيفة, He was never one who ascribed any partners to Allah. Ta'ala. Ascribing partners to Allah, one is it in its glaring form, Shirkul Jali. The worshiping of idols and worshiping of anything besides Allah Taala, and then in its lesser form as well, doing something for name and fame, for some kind of recognition, for some kind of praise, performing some that somebody will get impressed. Doing some good deed, somebody else now must recognize me for this. All this is shirkul khafi. It's the lesser shirk. Riya, Doing things for ostentation, for show. So, Ibrahim Ali Salam was completely free of any kind of shirk. Allah Ta'ala says he was one who was totally grateful to Allah Ta'ala, For Allah's bounties. Now these are the things we have to reflect on. Am I grateful to Allah Ta'ala? Allah's numerous countless bounties. What is the kind of gratitude I show? The verbal sugar, how much? Just the verbal sugar already. How much do I express that gratitude by means of the hamd of Allah ta'ala, expressing the praises of Allah ta'ala? And then the essence of sugar is practical sugar, obedience to Allah ta'ala. Ibrahim was qanit, totally obedient to Allah. What is my level of obedience? This is what's mentioned in the Quran Sharif about Ibrahim. He already passed and already went through. Allah is describing his details for us. In another ayat Allah, Allah says, regarding Ibrahim salatu A.S. Inna Ibrahima awahun haleem Inna Ibrahima la'awwahun <laughs> haleem Allah There are different explanations of what Allah means. But among those explanations, one is one who excessively makes du'a and beseeches Allah Ta'ala. Ibrahim Ulul Azmi Rusul, among that very high galaxy of Abdi that very special select number who are the very, on the highest level after Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And he is making so much of dua, turning so much to Allah Ta'ala, beseeching Allah, Ta'ala, begging Allah. Ta'ala, How much do I do this? In the day, if not every day, in every few days, in the week, in the month, I dedicated 5 minutes, 10 minutes, apart from the time after salah. After salah, sometimes we make dua, we don't even know what we asked, what we said, what we read. And it's like a Routine. We just go through something. Whereas dua is to be asked. To be begged from Allah. Ta'ala. And apart from that. From the dua after salah. Some dedicated time for dua in the day. Some dedicated time for dua. In the day. Ibrahim was Allah. Allah. halim, Very very tolerant. Person filled with helm. Helm, person who has full control over anger. He doesn't get angry easily. And he can control himself very, very well. And this is something which, on one occasion, one delegation came to Rasulullah. So the leader of the delegation, Ashaj Abdul Qais, Nabi Islam observed him very carefully how he conducted himself. So now it's a lengthy incident, but just this one line. After he came and he then finally sat in front of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and some discussions took place. Rabbi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to him, There are two qualities in you Allah loves. Allah loves. And now the whole aspiration is that I must become beloved to Allah. What is the prescription for that? obviously to adopt what Allah loves and refrain from that which allah taala dislikes that will make me also close to allah taala you have two qualities which allah taala loves one is al-hilm forbearance tolerance obviously tolerating that which allah taala has allowed to be tolerated so all these little gritties and trivial things that irritate us whether it's at home, whether it's in our workplace, wherever we are. Small, small things that we make uh, sometimes very big thing out of it. So that tolerance is required there. That patience, that forbearance. Haleem. And the other one, he said, al-hilm wal-anaat. Anat foresight. The way you have conducted yourself is very clear. You are a person of foresight. You think ahead. And then you decide what to do. You don't just make decisions in a haste. You just don't think uh, or make decisions without thinking. So, in any case, helm. Ibrahim al had this very great quality of Hilm. In the Ibrahim al Halim, another ayat Allah says Munib, one who turns excessively to Allah Taala. So, the various qualities mentioned in the Quran Sharif regarding Ibrahim al and in one ayat, Allah Ta'ala says, وَمَن إِبْرَاهِيمَ إِلَّا مَنْ نَفْسَهُ Subhanallah. That who will turn away from the path of Ibrahim salam, from his millah, from his way, from the principles of the religion that Allah Ta'ala blessed him with, who will turn away from it, who will turn their backs onto it? إِلَّا مَنْ nafsa. Very, is generally translated for us to understand, except one who's a fool. Quran Shariah is saying, that Ibrahim A.S. is that personality, فِي He was chosen by Allah in dunya, given a very special position in dunya already. And in the year after, he'll be among the righteous. So somebody who's been endorsed, his life in dunya endorsed, and already given the certificate of Akhirat, and despite that somebody turns away, he turns their back to his way, so who else can this be but a fool? Now what is that way? Allah in another ayat commands Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, سُمْ أَوْ ilayka إِلَيْكَ أَنِتَّبِعْ مِلَّةَ And then we commanded you as well, O Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you also follow the millat of Ibrahim salam Though Nabi Shlasan's rank is higher, but the same principles, because he came before, he preceded him in time. The same principles that he was given, you will follow the same principles. The same usool. So what is that principle? What is that millah? What is that way? It's obvious that way which Nabi Islam himself loved, his Mubarak Sunnah, comes from the same usul which Allah Ta'ala granted Ibrahim Alayhi Salam. That is a path and likewise and, and opposite to that is the path of everything else. One is the way of Ibrahim Alayhi Salam, which Allah Ta'ala commanded, Nabi Salaam as well, you follow this. And the other is everything else. Allah Ta'ala is saying, that person will turn his back on the way of Ibrahim Alayhi Salam. Who's foolish. And if he's intelligent, he cannot but follow this path only. So this is so many ayat, so many more ayat, but just now to come to the ayat of the Quran Sharif that was recited at the beginning, this is the personality we're talking about, such a great personality who has been described with the Quran Sharif in so many ayats. And yet Allah Ta'ala says in one ayat of the Quran Sharif Wa Izibtala Remember the time when Ibrahim alayhi salam was tested by his Rabb, was tested. The many, several things. And he fulfilled it, he passed, he completed it. Now, the ayat of the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala says, Remember, recall this, remind yourself of it. In the Quran Sharif, we are meant to make tilawat daily. There should be some portion of the Quran Sharif that we recite daily, the kalam of Allah Ta'ala. How many things do we read in the day? If a person has to count the number of words he reads, whether it is some business documents, whether it is some other social things, whether it is news or whatever he might be reading, it might sometimes number into the thousands of words. And not sometimes, probably most of the time. And if a person gathers everything that is read into one place, maybe it might sometimes fill a small book. But how many pages of the Kalam of Allah we read in the day? kalâm, Allah's word. And a mu'min and his day without the Kalam of Allah is like a day completely empty. So we are meant to be reciting the Qur'an Charif daily and now daily a person will recite so he'll come over and over again, past these ayat and it will bring to mind this lesson. Remember, Allah says remember, remember the time when Allah tested Ibrahim Salam. So what we are being told is must keep remembering this, keep reminding ourselves and keep reminding ourselves this will help us to remember that this whole life is a test. Ibrahim was put through the test he was put through tests of a very high level we are also in a test this whole world is an examination hall and like any examination hall there are rules, you are not allowed to now eat here at this time you can't speak to anybody now somebody starts debating that, But now that this food completely halal I grew this on my own piece of land and I harvested it myself and I cooked it myself and this meat, this was, I brought this animal up from that, I mean, it was born, and from that time I tended to it and I slotted it in my own hand, and all the things now he's adding to it, how pure this food is, mashallah, excellent, this, all this is 100% pure, and halal, and whatever, but you eat it, you'll fail, because now you're in the examination hall, so now you don't do anything that will cause, will go against the rules of the examination no, oh, but I just want to ask my neighbor now who's sitting next to me, I just want to ask him, how's he feeling, everything's okay, I know he wasn't too well. He says, you ask him after the test, now you sit quietly and you write your exam. Because you're in the examination hall. Any sensible person who knows he's in an examination hall, he obeys the rules. Why? He wants to pass. He doesn't debate with the rules. But what's the sense of this? Why that? Nothing. These are the rules I need to pass, I must follow the rules. This entire world is an examination hall. And our entire existence in dunya is part of this test. And there will be those who, mashallah, will obey the rules. And when the person obeys the rules, then the rewards come and the awards come. And then the promotions come. And then so many things keep coming. So we follow the rules of Allah in this examination hall of dunya. And then for that person is in jannat, mala ainun ra'at, wala udunun sami'at khatar Those bounties Allah Allah has placed in Jannah, which no eye has seen, no ear has heard of, no heart can imagine. But now this is the time of the examination. The very short examination. Because this examination, how long it is? Somebody maybe 20 years, somebody 50 years, somebody 70, 80, 90 years. But the reward in Jannah, infinite. So in comparison, there is not even a speck. In any case, Allah is saying, remember this, Wa Tala Ibrahim Rabbu. Ibrahim was tested by his Rabb. Rabb? Rabb is that being that nurtures, that takes one from step to step and brings him to completion. So this test that comes, if a person is submitting to Allah these tests become a nurturing, they strengthen his heart. They build his connection with Allah Ta'ala. They make him realize his purpose on earth. They make him become more subservient to Allah Ta'ala. This nurtures him to become a greater servant of Allah Ta'ala and to become closer to Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala says the Rabb, Allah is the Rabb. His Rabb tested him and Fa'atammahun, he passed all these tests without any issue. Very major tests putting the knife on one's son's throat is not a small thing. Leaving one's wife and child in a barren place, don't know what's the outcome. Now we know it, what happened. But then, at that time, it was a very major test, but no questions asked. That is the spirit that we are being taught. That Ibrahim islams spirit of submission is, قَالَ لَهُ رَبُّهُ أَسْلِمْ قَالَ when if Rab said to him, Submit, he submitted entirely. So this is the test we are in also. And all the time we are being told, Aslim, submit, submit your tongue to what Allah Ta'ala wants from you. Speak that which Allah is pleased with. Don't speak that which Allah is displeased with. Allah is forbidden. Submit your eyes to that which Allah Ta'ala has commanded and refrain from what Allah is forbidden. Don't look at what Allah is forbidden. Otherwise, you are not submitting the eye. Submit the hands, the feet to what Allah is pleased with. Don't walk in any direction that is sinful. Don't touch something that will incur the wrath of Allah. Ta'ala. Submit the heart to Allah. Ta'ala. Don't keep cooking up all kinds of evil in the heart. Keep the heart engaged in the remembrance of Allah. Ta'ala. Keep the heart thinking about what's going to benefit one in dunya, akhira, benefit the creation of Allah. Allah. What can I do to uplift somebody? What can I do to try and make somebody's situation easier? What can I do to try and get closer to Allah Ta'ala? Keep the heart engaged in things that will be of use, of benefit, of something constructive in dunya and akhirat. So submission, complete submission to Allah Ta'ala, this was the highlight of the life of Yurahim. In these Mubarak days, these are the lessons. This is the message. It's not just some ritual that will come idul adha, qurbani and some ritual we just got past it and done with it and enjoyed some meat etc. No, there's a whole lesson in this. And this lesson is meant to be taken and absorbed into our lives, into our day-to-day lives. Lesson of submission. Submitting our hearts, our eyes, our ears, our tongue, everything submitting to Allah. wa Taala. So this is the reminder that we have to keep reminding ourselves Allah is giving us this command in the Qur'an. "What is Remember this. Remember this test. We are also in the test. Every situation that comes up becomes a test. And how we react will either make us pass or fail. A person is suddenly confronted in the middle of the road with some, something walking past. Some person dressed in a terrible way. And now shaitan is grabbing his whole heart and eyes everything to look in that direction. Now either he's going to pass or fail. Either he's going to make amal and act on the eyes of the Quran Sharif. Say to the believing men to lower their gazes and protect their chastity. Now that's a test. It's not just something happened in passing. It became a test. Either he passed the test or he failed. Somebody provoked his anger. And now, that became a test. He's insane, he got angry. But now how he conducted himself in that moment? I started
0: uh-huh.
1: using vulgarities, putting out vulgarities, and venting his anger, and failed the test. He addressed the issue, but in a correct manner, and he passed the test. Likewise, there's so many things all the time, the whole day, in the business at home, wherever. There are tests upon tests. But these tests come and go so quickly, we don't even focus that this too as a test. We only regard something major as a test. Every small little thing that happens around us becomes a test. And either each one of these things can take us closer to Allah, Allah, or we get distance because of how we conducted ourselves. So this is the lesson that we have to keep reminding ourselves of. Keep focusing, keep bringing this to heart and mind, thinking about it, reflecting upon all these attitudes of Ibrahim Salam, and reflecting upon our own condition, how far are we from these things, and to make an effort to inculcate all these wonderful qualities in our life, Allah wa ta'ala give me and all of us the tawfiq, that we also bring in these beautiful qualities in our lives, we too become obedient to Allah ta'ala, we too become truly grateful to Allah ta'ala for all his bounties and na'mads, and we totally submit ourselves to him, Allah give us all the topic. Wah Dawana, Alhamdulillah, Hirubin. We'll make for a few minutes and Decide La Ilaha Illallah When deciding La Ilaha to bring to mind that all the غير everything that becomes a distraction, a barrier between us and Allah Ta'ala all the haram, all the sins, all the vices, all the temptations all this we have taken and thrown out of our hearts and illallah there is this noor and light that is settling in the heart which is the love of, <laughs> of allah ta'ala
0: ta'ina anna allah muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu
1: tbaraka wa ta'ala alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi وَأَصْحَابِهِ وَبَارَكَ وَسَلَّمَ تَسْلِيمًا كَثِيرًا كَثِيرًا يَا رَبِّي صَلِّ وَسَلِّمْ نَائِمًا أَبْدًا عَلَى حَبِيبِكَ خَيْرِ الْخَلْقِ كُلِّهِمِ جَزَ اللَّهُ عَنَّا نَبِيَّنَا محمد صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ بِمَا هُوَ أَهْلُهُ لَا
0: إِلَى إلا اللَّهُ La ilaha illallah 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 la illallah La ilaha illallah la illallah la illallah la لا illallah la illallah la illallah la ilaha illallah la illallah Inna Allaha illallah ilahe illallah illallah ilahe illallah La illallah La illallah La illallah La illallah 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 <تصفيق> لا, لا اله الا الله اله لا اله لا اله لا اله, الله, لا إله, الله, لا إله الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم Allah, Allah, Jalla Allah, 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 Allah. الله الله, الله 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 لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وسلم
1: الله لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحسي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك اللهم لا إله إلا هو الحي القيوم أعنت الوجوه للحي القيوم يا أحد صمد لم يرد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا أحد جز الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله يا ربي صل وسلم لها أبدا على حبه بك خير الخالق كلهم ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته ولا هم الا فرجتها ولا حاجة زياده رضا الا قضيتها ويسرتها يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم ثبتنا على الايمان وامتنا على الايمان واحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الايمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم حبب إلينا الإيمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره إلينا الكفر والفسوق والحسيان وجعلنا من الراشدين إله العالمين الله most merciful, most gracious, most kind, most loving Allah Ilahul <laughs> alameen, Allah, forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive all, no major and minor sins, Ya Allah. alameen, make us totally obedient to you, Ya Allah. Make us grateful servants, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our relatives and friends, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire ummah of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah, show your makhfirat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Shower your rahmat on the ummah, Ya Allah. Ilahul alameen, Allah, grant us and the entire ummah the tawfiq of those amal that bring down your rahmat, Ya Allah. Save us and the entire ummah from such things that bring down azab, ya Allah. Ilahul ya Allah. Allah make us Your obedient servants, ya Allah. Allah make us those who completely submit to You, ya Allah. Ilahul From head to toe, let us be in total submission to You, ya Allah. Ilahul For too long we have been following in the footsteps of nafs and shaitan, ya Allah. Allah, You save us from this, ya Allah. Allah, You enable us to follow in the mubarak footsteps of Rasulullah, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Allah, Allah Enable us to fulfill all your commands, Ya Allah. Enable us to perform our five-time salah with jama'ah, Ya Allah. Grant us khushu and khudu in our salah, Ya Allah. Allah, Allah, Allah enable us to perform such a salah with which you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, enable us to recite the Quran Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Enable us to be forever in your remembrance, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from all the vices and sins, Ya Allah. Cleanse our hearts out of all the evils, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your mohabbat, Ya Allah. Follow our hearts with your Muhammad, Ya Allah. Follow our hearts with your Muhammad, Ya Allah. Follow our hearts with the love of Rasulullah, Ya Allah. Follow it with the love of His Mubarak Sunnah, Ya Allah. Enable us to live the Mubarak Sunnah of Rasulullah, Ya Allah. And save us from the ways of the Yehud and Nasara, Ya Allah. Allah. All those who are sick, give them Shifai, Kamila, Ajila, Mustabir, Daima. Allah remove every taste of their ailment, shallah. Allah. alamin those in any difficulties and hardships, remove it with afiyat, Allah. Grant afiyat one and all, Allah. Grant us afiyat in our deen, Allah. Grant us afiyat in our dunya, Allah save us from trials and tests, Yalla. Allah. alamin Allah, whatever hardship and difficulty anybody has, remove it with afiyat, Allah. Those who are in debt, Allah, make the debt get paid out with ease, shallah. Ilahul alamin those who are suffering any kind of anxiety, depression, worries and sorrow and grief. Allah, you fill their hearts with sukun and itminan, Ya Allah. Allah, you remove all that hardship and difficulty, Ya Allah. Allah, grant itminan and sukun to one and all, Ya Allah. Allah, Allah. Allah, whatever, Ya Allah, in these Mubarak days that are coming, Ya Allah, enable us to conduct ourselves in a way that we become closer to you, Ya Allah. Save us from neglect and ghaflat in this time, Ya Allah. Allah, Allah, Ya Allah. Allah, you make us among those servants, Ya yeah Allah. Allah, that are forever aspiring for you, Ya yeah Allah. That are yearning for you, Ya yeah Allah. Allah, we have aspirations of dunya only in our hearts, Ya yeah Allah. Allah, make us aspire for you, Ya yeah Allah. That we want to become your servants in reality, Ya yeah Allah. We want to become close to you, Ya yeah Allah. We want to become the true ummatis of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Ilahul alamin Ya Allah. you guide us at every step, Ya yeah Allah. Allah, you guide us at every step, Ya yeah Allah. alamin Ya Allah. You save us from everything that is displeasing to Allah, 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 all those who asked us to make dua for them, all who have raised their hands to this dua Allah, grant every khayr and to one and all, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant afiyat to one and all, Ya Allah. Ilahu lalameen, Ya Allah. fulfill each one's dying needs, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, all, Ya Allah. Allah, keep one and all, Ya Allah, steadfast on deen, Ya Allah. Allah, keep us steadfast on deen, Ya Allah. Allah, keep us steadfast on iman till last breath, Ya Allah. Take us on perfect iman, Ya Allah. Raise us on the day of qiyamah with perfect iman, Ya Allah. Ilahu lalameen, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant us all that we have asked for, Ya Allah. What we should have been asking for and did not ask, Ya Allah. Out of your grace and mercy, grant us that as well, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna, nassaluka min khayri ma sa'adaka min hu nabiyuka wa habibuka, sayyiduna Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa na'udhu bika min shari maa'adaka min nabiyuka wa habibuka, sayyiduna Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Antal mustaan wa alaykal balagh. Wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahihil alihil aloheem. وصل الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآل به معين والحمد لله.